Welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast. We're here to grow in faith, connect in community, and serve the world. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoy. In staff devotions a couple weeks ago, Pastor Jonathan mentioned that our next sermon series would be titled Called, and then we would be staying on lectionary with the texts. And I, having looked ahead to see what my last sermon would be, said, yeah, I think I get, can anything good come out of Nazareth? And he laughed and said, can anything good come out of Duluth, where I am from? And I said, well, that's funny, because I was thinking, can anything good come out of Ohio? I knew when starting my internship that unexpected things were going to happen. However, I was not anticipating the correct amount or correct type of unexpected. It saddens me to say that the majority of my friends had internship experiences that were just neutral or even bad. Before I came here, I heard many stories about supervisors not respecting their interns, a lack of care for work-life balance, and all-around unhealthy work environments. And so I was scared to start here at Prince of Peace. And you all probably noticed that. Being nervous for the future does not do wonders for someone who's already observant and kind of quiet before they get comfortable in a space. I was here because I needed to check internship off my seminary to-do list. And if this was where the Holy Spirit wanted to send me, that was fine. I guess technically I was following, but I was mostly here to just get it done. I could handle a year. I was prepared and quite comfortable to hunker down and trundle through my internship with as little drama as possible. However, God had other plans, and God started throwing curveballs. And I don't know if any of you have ever been hit with a baseball before, but it makes you move, and it was shocking, and you don't want it to happen again. So I was very quickly ushered out of my comfort zone and into a place where I had to step up and grow. Thankfully, uh, unlike all my friends, I got what might be the best internship site in the whole ELCA. And if for some godforsaken reason, Prince of Peace isn't one of the best or the best, it was certainly exactly what I have needed to thrive. This congregation models Philip's answer to the skeptical Nathaniel, the answer of come and see. The answer of accompaniment, of walking with someone and showing them what God's love can do. To say, come and see, gives whoever hears it the chance to choose to follow. And I have to say, thank goodness all of you have chosen to follow, not just for my sake, but for the gifts that you share with the entire world. Because of Prince of Peace, I know that if you sleep through your first sermon and are certain you're going to get fired, you won't be. And it turns out that almost everyone has a story where they miss something, and they will tell you all these stories in an attempt to make you feel better. 
That was when Pastor Lauren came into my office as I was shaking and crying and just said, there's grace for this. This was also my first interaction with Suzanne Eilert, who came into my office, held my hands and waved them above my head, and told me multiple, multiple stories <laughs> about how Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Lauren had missed things. Because of Prince of Peace, I am no longer allowed to say I can't grow a garden or that I know nothing about gardening. And I have an incredible heartfelt thank you to everyone who helped care for my garden and pick up the slack that I dropped because this summer was pretty busy. Thank you. Because of Prince of Peace, I know that you can call a pastor in around three months which still amazes me and baffles every church person I have told and will tell. It was when Steve Rydell handed me a flowchart at the first call committee meeting I attended that I realized we were calling a pastor whether God wanted us to or not. <laughs> and now I make flowcharts for my meetings because that's how you get things done. Because of Prince of Peace, I know that interns can onboard new pastors, but I do not recommend that becoming a standard for all interns. One of my seminary friends, who is ironically named Nathaniel, said to me, I think all interns should have their supervisor take a sabbatical while they're there. And all I could do was squeak out a panicked laugh. And because of Prince of Peace, I know that crying is okay for pastors and that my specific ministry gifts are welcome and loved within the body of Christ. And apparently, what I needed all along in seminary was an often absent but effective pastor mentor and a pastor friend who joined me late in the game but lets me wrap her kids' Christmas gifts. <laughs> Can anything good come out of Nazareth? We're in on the joke here that, yes, something really great and life-changing came out of the little podunk village that was Nazareth. Jesus Christ is a pretty great thing to come out of a tiny town. How often do we look at different areas and say nothing good can come out of them? I've done it multiple times throughout my seminary journey. The first being called to school in Iowa, which makes people think I'm from Iowa, which as a Minnesotan is a fate worse than death. <laughs> and now I'm here in Ohio. But the joke is always on me. I am always showered with incredible blessings when I go where the spirit calls me, no matter how much I grumble and drag my feet. Maybe someday I'll learn. But the answer is yes. Good things can come out of Nazareth just as they come out of Ohio and out of Iowa and hopefully out of Minnesota. Jesus knows Nathaniel just like he knows each of you. Jesus knows that you are gifted, deeply loved, and capable of good things. Jesus calls you to follow in his footsteps, allowing yourself to be transformed by the love of God, the love that leads us to the foot of the cross, to a sacrificial love that
that is poured out on each and every one of us. The Jesus who asked Philip to follow him is the same Jesus who will die for Philip, who dies for Nathaniel, and who dies for you. But we're in on the secret again, because Jesus doesn't stay dead. He is risen through the power of the love of God, and that is who we follow. We follow a God of love, and you are called by a God of love. You are called by a God who knows you, by a God who might ask you to follow into unexpected places and might surprise you with what's happening around you. You are called by a God who knows your name, sees where you are at, and welcomes you into the fold. But most of all, most importantly, you are called by a God who loves you. Amen.